Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, cowboys and cowgirls, to another episode of Ingles and Ian, uh, presented by Cowboys Ripe Free. And as always, your good friend and mine, Ian, how you doing today, buddy? Doing good. Another day closer to football season. Another day closer, yeah. Uh, man, wait, fall camp should be opening up here pretty quick, huh? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know camp the NFL has started. I'm not exactly sure when fall camp starts for OSU, but I feel like it's like August 1st. That sounds like the right. Yeah, that sounds about right for me too. Yeah, because it's about four weeks before the season. That would be right around the first August. Yeah, that that's what I would I would think it would be. I'll take a look at that real quick. Yeah, uh, that would not. Oh, it says nope. That's 2020. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll be August 1st because their their first game September 1st against Central Michigan. The more I've been thinking about it, the more I am kind of worried about Central Michigan because you froze up on us, buddy. Oh. Uh, Sorry, I was saying how Central Michigan is pretty good and that they should probably get nine wins this year. I was looking at the football schedule. They have Oklahoma State, South Alabama, Bucknell, Penn State, Toledo, Ball State, Akron, Bowling Green, uh, Northern Illinois, Buffalo, Western Michigan, and Eastern Michigan. They're going to beat the Michigans. They're going to beat Buffalo, I think. They're going to beat Bowling Green for sure, Akron, and Ball State, and Toledo, and Bucknell in South Alabama. So that puts them at nine and three because they also take on Penn State, and I don't know about that NIU game, but they look real good. Yeah, and you know, because of what happened, you know, when Mason was here, I have PTSD from, from those people. Just like, uh, oh. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll do that to you with the um, what a bad call, just in general. Yeah. Uh, oh well, you know that'll never happen again. Eh, surely not. Yeah, you never know, man. College football is weird. Weird. Gundy will never let that particular call happen again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he'll he'll be on it. So Ian was saying before we started that he wanted to talk some crap about Spencer Sanders. So uh, Ian, won't you? uh... Oh, it's not crap per se, but I'm gonna just throw it out there: version of Kirk Cousins in the NFL, because when you watch him, he doesn't look that great. But when you look at his stats, He's not bad. Yeah. When you look at him on film, he does not look like the best quarterback. When you look at the stats, he looks a lot better. Yeah. It also thing. depends on which film you watch. If you watch him in, uh, you know, bowl games, you think he's a world beater. Wait, 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 wait. So if you watch him in football games, he's a world no, beater? No, bowl games. Like, if bowl you watch games? Spencer Sanders oh, yeah. in bowl games, he's like, he's like the best. Yeah, yeah bowl games, Spencer is phenomenal. But regular season Spencer Sanders is a missed bag, mixed bag. If we could get bowl game Sanders for every game, that'd be like top 10 season again. Well, yeah, that's not happening. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's just how that works. I was looking at the schedule. I'm seeing if there's doing that again. Seeing if there's a football game I can make this year. I'm going to try really hard to put all the games in a neutral site, but except AT&T Stadium. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember what happened last time he was there. 
Yeah, let's put them all in the Fiesta Bowl. We'll, 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 we'll yeah, do that. Just, let's just play in Arizona. <laughs> let's just be the new Arizona Cardinals. Just go play at Phoenix Stadium. See, I don't know how I would like Spencer is such a you never know. Like he's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And that's so, what you get with Kirk Cousins. I mean, sometimes you get a really good game, sometimes you don't. I feel like Cousins is very consistently that way. Like he's just he is who he is. He's not gonna be any more or any less. He's still worth like a bajillion dollars because that's what you get uh in yeah. Um, you know, being a halfway decent uh quarterback in the NFL. I'll say this. I mean, I think Spencer Sanders Every time we play tonight, they've won. Kirk Cousins is pretty bad at that, playing in the primetime spots. But the only losses OSU had last year were at like 11 and 230. Right. So yeah. I guess Baylor's is primetime. I'm guessing Baylor's going to be primetime. Beginning of the yeah. season. There's oh, a lot to go off of. <laughs> All right. So since we're I'm talking. Ha- I'm hating on him too much. Like, <laughs> it's actually kind of bad how much I've been hating on him. All right. So let's break down the schedule a little bit. Let's go through the schedule and we'll go wins and losses. You froze on me. Uh, so can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So let's, let's go wins and losses for, uh, for this, for the season. Cause I know oh, you, okay. you've got, you've got nine and three cheese a bowl and I'm at 10 and two. No, no, no. Alamo bowl. Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. So Central Michigan, that should be a W for me. Yeah, win, but Central Michigan covers. How how big is the spread? I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. That seems like a game that Central Michigan would cover, and we'll be like, oh, the world is doomed because OSU can't beat Central Michigan, who is a very capable MAC team. Uh, I'm trying to look it up on my the spread is twenty one. So yeah, Central Michigan. Yeah, they're gonna that. they're gonna definitely cover. Um, Lock it in your sports book. So you got W, ASU, I think that's a W. They're not great. They're okay. They uh, picked up Emory Jones, but their state, the state of their program is a lot of turmoil and maybe right. sanctions soon. Yeah, I'll take Oklahoma State in that one as well. So, and then Pine Bluff, that's a pretty easy W. Yeah, I'll, yeah, lock that in. So, so far, we're both starting at 3-0. Mm-hmm. Um, so who do we got next? At I think Baylor. it's a after that. Yeah, they'll lose uh, to Baylor. But I guess when I think about it, they're coming off a bye. Which I is feel good. like that's important. Yeah. But I don't care. They'll lose to Baylor. So this is a toss-up game for me. This is – every time I've done this exercise, it's been a – I'm not really sure. But I do kind of have this revenge game coming off the bye. So I'm going to go with the W here against Baylor. That's – you know, that's a fair argument. I haven't thought about the buy, but I think the uh, Parma just thinks the uh, Sanders uh, Baylor uh, juju is going to. Yeah, I mean that is something you got to worry about. I mean, it's the only team he really played really bad again last year. I mean, you could kind of look at Boise, but you know we had like three receivers, you know, on the roster. So uh, Tech got a W there. Yeah, Tech will be a W. But it'll be like weirdly close. Yeah, it's if you. I would worry more if it was in Lubbock, but being in Stillwater, I think it's probably going to be. I don't know. I'm guessing the spread will be about 14, and OSU will win by 10, maybe 12. You know. Well, I mean, we went to Lubbock last year, shut them out. Yeah. In 2020, it was like 50 to 43. So. 
And I'll probably, I don't know, it's going to be, at least by them walking into that game, I'll have a much better feeling just because we'll know what the defense is going to be by then, what the offense is going to be by then. So yeah, hopefully everyone's healthy and fresh, obviously um, not great. Like, I don't know, that, that's in the middle of the season, you know, we you could easily lose Spencer by then because he always gets hurt. He at least gets hurt once every year. So when's he going to go down? That's the thing I worry about. He did, did. He didn't get hurt last year. He got COVID last year. He missed a game. Okay, That's he's, what happened last year. He's gonna miss a game regardless. He's gonna get his ankle hurt or his hand like or something. Because no, that was like that freaky one where like he busts his hand on the guy's helmet uh, at TCU. Uh, that's man, TCU. They're getting better, but they still got a ways to go. I honestly don't think TCU is that good this year. I think they're gonna finish ninth. And the conference, I'm going to say that's a W. Pretty pretty easy W, but uh, you never know. And this is when I just hate myself a little bit because I've gone back and forth because it's Texas. But I think this is, especially because right now I've got them starting at 6-0. and So I think this is a game going into it will probably be favored and lose. Well, because I have them 4-1, I, I think this Texas game, this is this next game is going to be the difference between Alamo Bowl and Cheez-It Bowl, in my opinion. Because I could easily make a case for Texas winning, but I can also make a case for Oklahoma State winning in this game. I'm going to say Oklahoma State wins this game. Oh, wow. Uh, how are we feeling about K-State? Oh, I think we lose that game. I am all in on Kansas State this year. If they're not, I, again, I assume they're going to finish ahead. They're going to be third or tied for third this year. I, I'm all in on Kansas State this year. I don't know how far they'll go, but I'm going to ride the uh, every man a wildcat train with Deuce Vaughn. I feel like Adrian Martinez is going to step up a little bit. I trust Chris Kleiman. I think he is at least a top three coach in the Big 12, maybe. Three, I think like three is a strong take, but he's in the upper echelon, I'll say that. Uh, I got a W here. I think K-State's still probably a year away, but things can change so quickly with the portal, so it's hard to judge, but I'm just not ready to say these guys, those guys are ready for prime time yet. And I think, the, I think this is the year for them because of Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to be gone next year. And Adrian Martinez is only here, is a one-year rental. Right. I guess, I guess their quarterback is going to be good next year, the guy they just got from Kansas, who's like a top 11, elite 11 recruit. So we then we got we're rolling into November up against the Jayhawks and Lawrence. That's a W. Mark that down. They'll be good. They'll be decent. <laughs> They'll be good by Kansas. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, Iowa State in Stillwater. I I think Oklahoma State's going to win that game. I what does Iowa State have exactly? Right. Well, yeah, they lost the quarterback and running back. I mean. And I think they lost a tight end too. They lost a linebacker, Mike Rose, I believe. It feels uh, like like Purdy was there for like eleven thousand years. Yeah, he was there for a long time. Mister Irrelevant now with the Niners. <laughs> oh, and here we go. The one I'm uh, Bedlam in Just Norman. Do Just do it. Rip it off like a band aid. They are going uh, to lose this game. I'm gonna Stay say. It. I'm gonna say a loss here. Right as I sit here, July twenty sixth, I'm gonna say a loss. But you said they'd win by OSU would win by twenty one last week. That's I a, know. <laughs> that's a turn. <laughs> I know, I know. 
I was really confident then. Now, well, I mean, shit. I gotta like, I gotta stay with my prediction. I'll give it a W. Oh, you're sticking with you're going with the W now. I thought. I mean, props for being consistent. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna stick with what I said. You know, I, I think Venerables is gonna be a good coach. You know, to be, but there's a lot of turnover, a lot of change, a little, you know, new quarterback you know, new quarterbacks, like they don't even have, you know, Rattler to jump, drop back on yet. So Dylan Gabriel was a heck of a quarterback at UCF. I'm never going to say, I, I think as long as I live, unless OU becomes Vanderbilt, I will never be confident saying OSU will win a Bedlam game in football. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm going to say OU wins that one. Okay, West Virginia. Now, this is an interesting game, I think. Yeah, uh, I, this one. Because I feel like if, if they play their cards right, West Virginia could beat them. Because I feel like when you go into that bedlam loss, the whole season's kind of demoralizing. But because I already said they'll lose to Baylor, they would lose to Kansas State, and they'd lose to, West, uh, lose to OU, I have to say win. Right. Well, and the, the big thing for me in the question mark is JT Daniels is a very talented quarterback. Mm-hmm. Do are they going to have the weapons around him to you know to? I don't know. It, it's such a question mark right now because it's been so long since West Virginia has been good. But if I mean if Dan, I mean he's a five star guy for a reason, right? Uh, yeah, he you know so like and especially we'll know really how good this team is because last game of the year but i'm gonna say a w right now you've got a w so that oof that means i have them with one loss and you have three so you have one one, okay so you have them going to the big 12 championship yep who are they playing it's hard to say i mean right now just because but even everyone so that's the thing with the big 12 this year is there's so many questions Mm-hmm. You know, so many people have lost starting quarterbacks, people, you know, but if I were to say anybody right now, it's a rematch last year. Okay, so Oklahoma State Baylor. Uh, so that's uh, that's where I'm at. And we've lost Ian. No, I mean, that makes sense. I, I have Baylor winning the Big 12, uh, but I think they play OU. And I think that Bedlam, which honestly, I could probably make an argument for Baylor, Kansas State or Kansas State somehow getting in there. That's how high I am on Kansas State. But uh, I think it'll be Baylor and OU uh, in the Big 12 title game, and Baylor wins it. Well, I mean, man, they got a cupcake schedule. I mean, it's not like our non-conference is anything to write home about, but K-State's got nobody. K-State has... South Dakota, Mizzou, and Tulane in the non-con. Yeah, I mean, hey, I was... Well, I wasn't going to say Missouri's good, but they've lost. they lost their best player. I think what makes me hype for that game is the fact that that's an old Big 12 rivalry game. And also, I like Tulane, just in general, the green wave logo. So oh, yeah. I think that that's that skews me a little bit. But, I mean, they have a lot of, of the important games at home. Oklahoma State is at home. 
I believe one of Texas is at home. Texas at home. Texas at home. Texas at home. Yeah. I think OU's on the road. I feel like Baylor. OU is and Baylor on the road. Yeah. And Iowa State's on the road. TCU's on the road. The Fighting Purples on October 22nd. I keep freezing up. I'm turning off my camera. Okay. That works. Hopefully it'll. Uh, right. So, kind of some related at, news. Uh, they're at Baylor. I was yeah. wrong. So, Sorry. Yeah, no, but sad news out of the NFL. Uh, Chris Carson having to retire after five seasons because of a neck injury. Yeah, that's a, that was a real bummer to hear. But he, he was injured a whole lot. But, look, a lot of seventh-round picks don't play five years. So, that's that's props to him. We'll take a look at his stats real quick. I mean, um, yeah, when he was hot, he was hot. Um, when he played 14 or more games, uh, he had – the uh, thousand yards each time. Um, the the bookends of his seasons. I mean, twenty seventeen he only played four games. Twenty twenty one he only played four. But he was consistent yards Man. per attempt, four point two at the minimum and four point eight at the max. So he, when he was getting the rock, he was chewing up some yards. He definitely was. Um, only seven fumbles on his career, which dang. Or fumbles lost, sorry. 12 fumbles in his career, but seven of those were in one season. So, there's that. Yeah. Juco transfer, uh, played at Butler Community College down in El Dorado, Kansas. The 249th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. Three or four other players were picked after him. So, he was low, low in this draft. And that, that deserves to be celebrated, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. So it's just sad. I mean, you're right. He was always hurt, you know, which sucks. And you know, he's at least he made some money. And with how they did it, like he still gets a big chunk of his contract or something. With how Seattle released him or something, um, I didn't quite understand why that worked the way it worked. But everyone's been like, oh yeah, you know, they did a really good thing by him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either, but um, whatever works, works for you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also glad he just, like, um, didn't push it, you know, and didn't, yeah. like, permanently hurt himself. I mean, he's probably permanently hurt on some level, but, man, and you want to talk, Seattle might be awful this year, because, like, who's, like, oh, who's the kid out of Colorado? Um, whoever they traded, uh, I should know this name. Oh, Drew Locke? Drew Locke, Yeah. <laughs> Like he's not a guy. I watched him in Denver for the majority of that season. He's not good. And now yeah. they, you know, they're granted they didn't really have him last year, but um, you know, they're losing their starting running back for good. So I mean, they were what were they last year? Seven and ten, it looks like. Yeah, um, and now they get Russell Wilson, which I'm um, pretty happy about as a Bronco fan. So yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, this is sort of a big year for him to like prove if he still got it or not. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to go down because uh, Seattle is definitely in rough shape even without Chris Carson. But I know they got uh, Kenneth Walker, and I know they got um, shoot, I think Rashad Penny is another guy. Yeah, so I mean Seattle in general has running backs at their disposal, so they should theoretically be okay. Theoretically, but they don't have a quarterback. So they have Drew Locke, who is there, 
He is there, yes. He's there, and it's it's somebody, so there's that. Uh well, you know, they'll 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 go get Jimmy G. Let's see though. And they'll shift Drew Locke to go beat back up. Would they trade him to the division though? In a divisional rivalry. Rival. Hmm. Eh, who knows? Who knows indeed. Hmm. So something interesting that's come up is um so it used to be a lot of people say that we weren't going to do a big NIL thing. They're going to do like the collective and stuff. I think Gunji said that. Um, yep. Big 12 media days. I think is where I heard that. But apparently that's not true. So Barry Henson, a uh, longtime uh, Division One basketball coach and has been on staff um, with the basketball team for a little bit. Um, he is going to be running the NIL department. Uh, which, you know, at this point, at, at one point, because if schools are doing this, like at one point of the school is just not paying the players. Like, come on. Let's like, like, we're not even pretending that they're going like, to hide anymore. Yeah. Just yeah. pay them. Do it. <laughs> pay the quarterbacks are getting like $8 million for four years. Uh, I, what's going to be interesting is I think we talked about this on, but then the number of flame, like, five you know flame outs out of like big time recruits is going to skyrocket i think because oh, you're yeah, putting, probably. putting all this added pressure of like oh yeah you know you're, you better be worth 80 dollars now i feel like it was kind of already going to go up that way just because uh just society in general sounds a little mean to say but i'm just just throwing that out there that um i don't know i feel like just more people are gonna leave anyway yeah, I mean, it's just, they're, I don't know. It's, it's going to be really hard to maintain competitive balance. I mean, it's already been hard to do, but, you know, especially these big schools like Ohio State and or the ones with really rich alumni like USC and that kind of stuff. Like, hmm. it's just, it's going to be really difficult to, to, to compete. No, you know, I it's, agree. It's not like we have, a, you know, a Boone Pickens walking through the door being like, yeah. I'll throw a billion dollars down to get the best players in the country. <laughs> yeah, let me just let me just let me just drop some money down your wage. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely not happening for sure. And could you imagine nil if Boone was still around? <laughs> oh, you just back a truck up and just say, "Hey, here it is, guys. Go for it." <laughs> I don't need this money. <laughs> oh, oh man, almost the football season. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. What about a month and a week to go? Indeed, we're we're so close right now. I mean, when when August hits, I, I think it's just going to go at a full pace. Ooh, one idea I had, and I wanted to just buy you under texted you before this. What if we did each of Cowboy football players all time and make Eric? like our own teams out of it? Okay, so what what are you cut out a little bit? What was that? So. It would be like we draft our own Cal- OSU Cowboy football team, just pick by pick by pick, and we draft like one person out of every position. Okay. I thought like that'd be something to do to pass the time before football starts. Okay, we can do that. Uh, so how do we determine who gets the first overall pick? Like coin flip? I'll just let you have it because you're older. <laughs> Not like in a mean way. It does. It, I feel like it doesn't matter because of like one and two, but like, your your name's on the the top there. It's Ingles and Ian, so you just get the first pick. <laughs> well, I mean, with the first pick in this draft, 
Barry Sanders, because obviously. Well, yeah. Second pick, I'll go Thurman Thomas. Okay. The next week we'll pick some more. All right, great. <laughs> we just know we just do a pick by week. Well, if we weekly won't... pick, and then like we just keep it down until we figure out what our team is. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have anything else for us, Ian? I do not. Awesome. Well, until next time, cowboys and cowgirls. See ya. <laughs>